us get going. Today's daf is daf Chaf Beis, page 22 in the Hilgah Meseches Ksubis. And we pick up from Amar of Zerah. All right, so we're, uh, we're going to pick up four lines from the top of Chaf Bey's Amar Aleph. Amar, Rav Zerah, Rav Zerah says. All right, give everybody a moment to find the place. Amar, Rav Zerah, Rav Zerah says, Homosa, Midrav Abashmi Ali. This halacha I knew from Rav Abba, which we're about to get into. V'ilav Rav Abba, Demin Akko, And if not for Rav Abba, from Akai, which seems to be a different Ravaba, I would have forgotten what I originally learned from Ravaba. So in other words, Ravaba taught me something. And then, if not for Ravaba, Demin Akai, from Akai, I would have forgotten it. Now, what did they teach me? So here we go. If three Dayanim sit down to establish a document, to Meisachot Mehem, and then one of them passes away, then you need to write inside the verification, here's what they write, the remaining two, Dayanim write, that there were three of us, that agreed to certify this star, but we're only signing off as two, because the third one of us passed away, before he had a chance to, to give his signature, Abu the psak, the ruling and the certification, is coming from three. So it's important that they write that. Three Again, three of them certified. When it came time to sign, one's, one's not around no more. He kicked the bucket. Okay, so the remaining two signed. But make sure to write an addendum explaining why only two people signed. Number of Nachmar Yitzchak. Nachmar Yitzchak says, V'ikosav bey, shtara dina, nafak l'kadana bey dina. That... If, as, if they write in it that this document came in front of a bez, us, the Bezdin, which in order to have a Bezdin, you need to be at least three, that also suffices to let us know there were three people involved in the certification. Suvay Tzarech, and, you don't, and then you don't need to do anything else. Meaning, you don't need to write, You don't need to write that there were three of us and one passed away. You don't need to mention that. Why? Because by writing that this came in front of a valid Bezdin, you're saying that there were three people here. Says the Gemara, how do you know? Listen to this. How do you know that if they write it came to us a Bezdin, that means three. Vedoma Bezdin Chatzafu. Maybe they're a Bezdin of Mechutzafim. People who have Chutzpah. Now, what does that mean, a Bezdin of people who have Chutzpah? Uchidishmu. Diomar Shmu. Shnayim Shadonu Dineyem Din. If two people sit and give a judgment and they agree on the judgment... That will suffice to be a proper, uh, a valid judgment. You're called the Bezdin of, of Chutzmanyaks, yeah? The Bezdin of Mechutzafim. Practically, practically speaking, it would be a valid ruling. So according to that, that even two people could be a Bezdin, we should still, they should still need to write, right? They should still have to write that one of us passed away. Gavara says, You're right. Except that we're qualifying our original statement. Before we said, as long as they write it came in front of a Bezdin, that would suffice. Now we're saying, as long as they write that the certification came from a Bezdin like Rav Ashi. Like Rav Ashi's Bezdin. Then 
they're not going to have to add in, but one of us died. Okay. Why? Says the Gemara. Um, uh, oh, no, no. So, so why is Ravashi any different? Because over there, the, we know, Rashi explains, the Dayanim, the, the judges in Ravashi's Bezdin, were so experienced, and they had such clarity in Halacha, that it didn't need chutzpah for two of them to judge. All right? It didn't need chutzpah. Even if it was three and one of them died, if they write, oh, it came in front of us, a bezin like Garbashi, that would be enough to actually certify the document. Says the Gemara of Adoma, Rabbanon, Debe, Ravashi, How do you know that the Rabbanon in Ravashi's bezin, you know, it's valid because they were so great and so clear? Maybe, maybe also, when they're signing off on such a thing, it's, uh, they're, they're being mechutzofim. You know, it's, it's taking chutzpah. We know that they're not being tough over here. They're not being mechutzafim uh, because they write, listen, two of us are signing and this also received Rav Ashi's haskama, you know, Rav Ashi's uh, agreement on this. Therefore, if they're writing that Rav Ashi also agreed to that certification, we now have a bezin of three. The two people who sign, Rav Ashi agrees to allow them to sign on this. Boom, you got three, and therefore, uh, and therefore it's going to be okay. Gavaldic, period, end of that conversation, end of that topic. All right. Here we go. Chevra, brand new Mishnah. Brand new Mishnah. It's actually a, a, a new topic. We're going to touch a little bit with this topic. Take us a little bit back into Yavamas, all right? A little bit back into Yavamas. Meet some old friends over here. Uh, Yavamas type, type of conversation. But here we go. The focus is going to again be on Pesha, Asar, Pesha, Hitir. That whatever mouth is causing the issue is the same mouth that we should rely upon to cause the, to, to remove the issue. So here we go. Zuck the Mishnah. A woman shows up to town. A woman walks into our city and she says, by the way, I used to be married, but I'm divorced. Should we trust her? Yeah, why not? Says the Mishnah Nemenes. She's trusted to tell us that she's single. Why? We didn't know she was married before. So she's coming and saying, by the way, I was married, I'm divorced. We say, okay, very nice. We're not going to stop you from remarrying. The same mouth that told us you're married is the same mouth telling us you're not married. We're going to rely on that, no problem. Okay. But, the im yesh edim shahisa ishesish. Let's say there are witnesses testifying that she's an ishesish. The hi maris grushani, and she says, yeah, yeah, I was married, but now I'm divorced. So then, ain't an We don't trust her. Now, what does it mean we don't trust her? It doesn't mean we tell her you're a liar, but we say, okay, but pr- produce the get. Produce a document letting us know you're divorced. All right, we can't just rely on you telling us you're not married when Adam are here telling us that you are married. Okay. Sensible? Good? When, Peshosa, when, when she's the one telling us she's married, trust her fully that she's divorced, she doesn't need to show anything. Otherwise, if you know she's married through a different source, we'll, uh, we'll ask for some sort of proof. Okay. Now, Amra Nishbesi Utahirani. A woman shows up to town and we say, No, what's your story? Tell us a little bit about yourself. 
And she says, you know, whew, I'll tell you the craziest thing that ever happened to me. I was once taken into captivity by Goyim. They captured me and they put me on a boat, uh, this and that, Gansa Meiser. But you should know, I lucked out and nobody violated me. So Nemenas, she's trusted to tell her she's not a Zaina. Why? The same mouth that's telling me that she was taken into captivity is telling us that she's, a, she's not a Zaina. So we trust her. However, let's say there are witnesses telling us she was taken into captivity. And she says, I'm Tahar. Yeah, I was taken into captivity. Those witnesses are correct. But I'm Tahar. In an MNS, she has to prove it. We don't trust her. Why? Because she's not the one creating the Isser. The Emmisha Nisse's Bo Eden. This is interesting. What if she comes and says, I was captured by Goyim, but nobody violated me? So what's the Allah then? We say she can marry a Kayan. Let's say she marries a Kayan. And two years later, Two witnesses come rolling into town letting us know that she was previously captured. So now her captivity is not dependent on her. It's dependent on Edom. So it says the Mishnah, if she already remarried and then the Edom come, she doesn't have to leave her Kohen husband. Okay, that's, we're going to assume right now, that's what it means. She doesn't have to leave. Okay, so let's pause for a moment and take a... Uh, uh, snapshot of the Mishnah. The Mishnah started out saying, if a woman tells us she was married and divorced, fine. We don't need to look into anything. Pesha Asar, Pesha Hitir. What if witnesses tell us that she was married? She'll have to prove that she's divorced. The same thing holds true by a woman who's taken into captivity. She's to the town, tells us she was taken into captivity, but she wasn't violated. We'll say, okay, you can still marry a guy in Pesha Asar, Pesha Hitir. But if other witnesses come and tell us that she's in captivity... She cannot marry a Kayan. But what if she already married the Kayan? Oh, like Tetzi. She doesn't need to leave her husband. That's what it seems to be. Uh, that, 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 that's what it seems to be right now. Okay. Now, these last words ultimately do need clarification. Because if you notice, in the case of captivity, it says if she remarries, she could stay. In the, in the first part of the Mishnah where she just said, I was married and divorced, and then other witnesses come and say, none of you are married. We just, all we said was, in a menace. We didn't say, oh, but if she remarries, she doesn't need to leave. So at the end of the mission, when it says, is it talking about in both cases? Does it mean just in the second case? So that still needs clarification. Okay. Zok the Gemara. Says the Gemara. Amar Ravasi, Ravasi says, Minayin lepeshe this is going to be such a fascinating Gemara with such a beautiful limud at the end. What's the source? That if somebody is the cause of the iser, of the problem, we'll call it, we're going to rely on them to tell us the heter, the lack of problem. Pesha, also Pesha, how do you know? Says the Gemara, If a father says, I've given my daughter over to this fellow, as a wife, la'ish asara, when he says to the man, what that means is, she's married to an individual and nobody else. Because once this daughter's a married woman, she's a married woman. She's usher to other people. Okay? 
Hazeh, when he says, oh, which man? This guy, Hitira. So then he's allowing her to marry this guy in particular. Let me explain for a moment what's happening. The Torah allows a father to marry off his minor daughter. Now here's a potential problem. You ready? What if a father says, yeah, I married her off to somebody. And we say, what's his name? The father says, I'm not telling. I just want you to know she's married. This girl's got big problems. Tsaris, right? Because she's married to somebody, which means she can never marry anybody else. She's stuck. She's a married woman. So says the Pasuk, very interesting. How do you know Pesha also Pesha hit there? Because it says in the Torah, if a father says, I've given my, my daughter over to a man, that forbids her to every single man. But then the verse continues and says, Hazet, I gave her over to this guy, Yanko, Leisha. Oh, so the father's trusted to say, she's also to every man except for Yanko. So you see, Pesha Asar, Pesha Hitir. Since we trust the father to tell us who she is permitted to, Pesha Asar, Pesha Hitir. Says the Gemara, one second. And here's where it's Kishmak. Lamalikra. You want to know where I have a biblical source that Pesha Asar, Pesha Hitir? Svarahi. Straight up logic. Who Asara, who Sharila? He's the one who's telling us the information. So whoever's telling us the information, wait till he finishes. Says the Gemara, Lamali Kra, again, why are you a puzzle? This is logic. Pesha, Osar, Pesha, there's logic, says the Gemara. It's, I find this to be amazing. Because usually, we say, no, find me a source in the Torah. Apparently there are some things in the Torah, there are certain things that, you, it, it just needs to be because it needs to be before the Torah even tells it to me. In order to function as a, as a human, in order to even be able to speak, you need to be able to have some basic logic within that speech. And the father says, I married her off to this guy. You're going to tell me, I married her off means she's usher to everybody, including this guy. Oh, what he said to this guy, you can't divide like that. Of course. Fathers believed to say that his daughter is also to any man. Incredible. Hazem means to this type of guy. However, not to a Yavam. If a if a uh, husband spreads Maitzi Shamra about his wife, meaning he comes, uh, he gets married, and the next morning he comes to bed and says, my wife did not have uh, signs of besulim, And I believe that she had uh, intercourse with somebody after we were married. And then he brings Adam. And then the Adam turned out to be Shakranim. He turns out to be uh, a liar. He's going to have to pay a fine. The Torah says, you got to pay a fine. Now says Rabbi Yaina, this is only true, that this whole uh, sugya, is only true by a regular husband. It's not true by a yavam. Okay, doesn't apply to uh, doesn't apply to the yavam. Fine. So in other words, how would it apply to yavam? If let's say you have a guy who gets married to a girl, a young girl, and he dies before having the opportunity to have relations with her, so the brother is now a yavam. 
So I said, we're going to go back into Yavamas, right? The brother's now a Yavam. And the brother says, uh, he says, you know, uh, um, I believe that she had uh, relations during my brother's marriage. In her marriage with my brother, I think that... So if it turns out that he's incorrect, he's not going to be high of the same penalty that we would give to the original husband who comes with a claim against, uh, who comes with a claim against his wife. Okay, fine. That's uh, Rabbi Yenis teaching. If a woman says, I'm married, then she's like, nah, I was just kidding. Do we trust her? You hear this? Nemenes. We trust her. So listen to this. You have a woman who shows up to a party. She's a guest. Nobody really knows her. Shows up to the party. What's your name? She says, uh, my name is uh, Sarah Rivka Rachaleya. Got four names. Very nice, Sarah Rivka Rachaleya. Are you married? Yeah. I'm married. Okay. Very nice. They bench. They walk out. And she's talking to somebody like, oh, um, is your husband coming to pick you up? She's like, I'm not married. So now she says she's not married. So we say she's believed. She's believed to say she's not married. Ask the Gemara, I don't understand. Once she said she's married, she turned herself into a prohibited piece of meat. Meaning, you know, she, she gains a status, the same way something's treif, you're not allowed to eat it, so she's taking on the status of a married woman that people are, uh, people are forbidden to. So how later on could she... Uh, uh, Should we rely on her to, to tell us that she's married? So this is fascinating, and we have to get used to this word over here. The word is amasla. Okay? What does amasla mean? Amasla means a good explanation. So Ravuna, Rava Bar Ravuna says, I'll tell you when we trust her to tell us she's single. Again, we say, where's your husband? He's coming to pick you up? I'm really single. So well, why do you trust her? Says the Gemara, she gave a good amasla. She gave a good reasoning why she originally said she's married. Now listen to this, we're going to get into a couple of stories. Here we go. Tani Namiyoch, we learned their prices similarly. Amra Isishani, a woman says, I'm married. Because of Amra Priyani. And then she says, I'm actually single. Ain't an Usually we're not going to trust her. But if she gives an amasla lidvarel, if she gives a good reason why she originally told us she was married, and now she's saying she's not. So we trust her to say she's not married. Why? Says the, says the b'risa. Umay sanami, listen to this story. There was a story. There was a woman who came from an incredible family with great ichos. And she was a, a beautiful woman, both inside and out. She had everything going for her. And there were a lot of people who wanted to jump at her for marriage. People were throwing everything at her. No, marry me, marry me, marry me. And it was getting annoying. So she started telling all the, all the, all the fellas, Leave me alone, I'm married. 
What are you doing? I'm a married woman. Leave me alone. Liyamim. Days later, usually Liyamim is referring to years later. I love this. She went and she was Makadesh herself. Maybe she's Makadesh herself. Usually the man goes and he's Makadesh the woman. She had enough stature. She, she decided who she's going to marry. She got up and she was Makadesh. She walked over to somebody who she liked. And she said, hey, I'm single. You want to marry me? He's like, sure. She says, okay. She chose, she chose her husband. Good choice. And she gets married. You can't do that. You've been telling everybody for years you're married. Now you're going to go stand under a chuppah with a guy. What's your problem? You know what she says to the chum? Let me explain. Originally, when people were writing me shidduchim and all these people are jumping at me and nobody who was proper fit for me to marry, they were annoying me. So I told everybody, back off. It's like a single guy who wears a wedding band when he goes to work. There's from guys who do that. There's from people who work in, in non-Jewish companies in offices. They'll, they'll put on wedding bands even though they're single because they want the ladies to stay away. The, that, that's a way that people think they're married. I'm, but there's a reason why I'm doing this. Okay? So she said, But now that I found somebody who's fit and proper, so I, got, I, I, I went up and I got married. Okay? So the brysa allows this circumstance. If she says, I'm married, and then she says, I'm single, we're like, why'd you say that? And she doesn't give a good reason. We're going to say, sorry, lady, you, you cannot just go get married. It doesn't work like that. But if she gives a valid logical reason as to why she was giving off the information that she's married when she really wasn't, we'll say, okay, fine, that makes sense. We, could, we get it, we have. And therefore, Pesha Asar, Pesha Hitter. Whatever mouth told us she is married is telling us she's not married. And we'll, uh, and we'll rely on her. That makes a lot of sense to us. Yeah? Says the Bryce of Eiter. I'm sorry, says the Gemara. Um, says the Gemara about this halacha of the Brisa. Vizu halacha, and you should know this halacha, he'ela, it was brought up, Ravacha Sarah, Ravacha from Bira brought up this halacha, meaning he wanted to know how we paskin in, uh, in Usha, Va'omru, and they said, yeah. If a woman gives, a, gives a, a, a logical reason, good reasoning, as to why she told us before that she was married, it's fine. We'll trust her to tell us that she's not married now. Bomene Shmuel Merav. Shmuel asked a question searching for information from Rav. Umra Tameya'ani. What if a woman says to her husband, I'm Anida? Husband comes home from work one day and she says, You should know I'm, I'm Tame. We're, we're forbidden to, to have relations together. Okay. The Chazra of Umra, and then later that night, the next day, a couple days later, she says, Tahirani, I'm really Tahir. Mahu, what's the halacha? Now she told us just before that she's Usr, Pesha Usr, she's forbidden. And now she's saying, Heter, I'm actually allowed. So do we say Pesha Usr, Pesha Hitter by Nida or not? So Omar Lay, Rav said back to Shmuel, 
It's the same as a woman saying I'm married and then saying, saying single. Omar Afbizu, in this case as well, even in this case, Im Nosna top of if she gives a logical reason in for her words, Nemenes, we're going to believe her. Okay? In other words, she has to come up with a valid reason as to why she said, I was tummy. And the Gemara t- explains why she actually did it. Ready for this? I'm sorry. It's, uh, he learned it from him uh, uh, 40 times. He learned this halacha 40 times. That if she gives a reason for her words, we're going to allow her to back out. And even so, Shmuel did not paskin like this for himself. Okay. Now, what does this mean for himself? So Rashi tells us, is the fourth line in Rashi. Rashi says, One time, Shmuel's wife actually told him that she was Tameh. Later on, she changed her mind, but she gave a good reason. But still, he, he separated from her until she went to the mikvah. Okay? Until she went to the mikvah. Um, fine. Very good. Now, what would be, uh, what would be Amasla Lidvareha? What would be Amasla Lidvareha? So, this is maybe in Taisvis. Yeah, Taisus gives an example over here. Where, what, what would be a logical reason? So this is not the exact case Taisus gives, but basically, if a woman says, says to her husband, you know, I'm tummy, and then later on she changes her mind. So a, a logical reason would be, if let's say she, later on she's like, you know, I was really to her, I had to say I was tummy because I just, I simply, I wasn't feeling well. I was so tired and I was, I also, I didn't want to make you feel bad and say that I wasn't in the, you know, I wasn't in the mood to be together with you, whatever. And therefore I said I was tummy, but now I'm feeling better. But now I'm feeling better. She's giving a, a reason as to why the word tumma came out when she really wasn't, a logical reason. So that'll, that'll suffice and the husband can, uh, can rely on that. Okay, fine. Says the Gemara. Says the Gemara Vaiter. Tana Rabbanon. The rabbis learned, and so should we. Shnayim Shayim Remes. Two witnesses say a fella died. A husband died. So now his wife's allowed to remarry. Ushnayim Aymrim Laimes. And two other witnesses said, What are you talking about? The guy's alive and kicking. Shnayim Aymrim Nizgarsha. Or two people say they're divorced. Shnayim Aymrim Laimesgarsha. Two other witnesses say, No, they're not. So these witnesses cancel each other out and she remains with her status and she's not allowed to remarry the Imnises, but if she does remarry, then we don't force her to leave her new husband. Now this should bother us because this is different than the case of the mission. Over here, it's a full-fledged case of two witnesses says she's not married, two witnesses say she is married. What happens? What's, what's Allah? What's the status? They cancel each other out and you're left with a marriage. So why do we say, because that's her chazaka, so why do we say that she can stay with her husband? Gamar is going to have to explain this. Okay. 
Rav Menachem Bar Yaisi says, Tetzi, she has to leave her second husband. Omar Rav Menachem Bar Yaisi, says, and I'll tell you, when does she need to leave her second husband? Here's what happened. Two witnesses come and they say, um, two witnesses come and say that she is, um, she's married. Okay. And then she goes and marries. Yeah, they Edom come and then she gets married. Let's say she remarried. And only afterwards, the witnesses who say she, she was still married come, she doesn't need to leave her new husband. This is similar to our Mishnah. says of Nachem like this. If two witnesses come to Bez and they say, this woman, her husband died. So she marries. And then two witnesses come and say, no, 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 he's not dead. Says Rav Nachman Rabbi in such a case, I'll agree, she could stay with her husband. But if the two witnesses first said, no, he's not dead, and then she remarried, no, she for sure has to leave her second husband. She had no right to do that in the first place. What are you doing marrying him? You weren't allowed to. So we'll tell her, to, we'll tell her she got to separate. Sigmar Mikhti. Let's, let, let's understand this. Let's see. We got two witnesses against two witnesses. Two witnesses are saying she's married. Two witnesses are saying she's not married. So if a person has relations with her, he's got to bring a carbon ashum tali. This is a potential biblical transgression. Every time they have relations, and you're going to tell me that she could stay with him? You have a, you, you, the guys have to bring a carbon every time they're together. Here's what happened. Two witnesses come and say the husband's dead. She can remarry. She says to one of the witnesses, Oh, I like you. Would you marry me? He's like, sure, I'll marry you. Okay. So she marries one of the witnesses who knows the husband's dead. Then two other witnesses come and say, No, he's not dead. So what do we say? Says of Menachem Rebiesi, she can stay with her husband. The question was, I, he's going to have to bring an Ashram Tali. It's a suffix. Says, no, it's not a suffix, because she married one of the witnesses. So to the guy who's married to her, he knows for sure the guy's dead. That was his testimony. And since he himself is not going to have to bring an Ashram Tali, so they're allowed to remain married. Again, because to him, he says, I saw my own eyes. The guy was dead. I don't need to bring a carbon. Ask the Gemara. He goofa Ashram Tali. But what about herself? Granted, the aide, the witness, is not going to have to bring an Ashram Tali because he saw it, but she didn't see her husband dead. So she's going to have to bring an Ashram Tali for staying married to him. And, that, that's an, and that's another reason why they should have to separate. The Gemara says, by Emeris Barili. No, she also says, I know my husband's dead. How could she know her husband's dead? Did she see her husband dead? No, she wasn't one of the witnesses. So says Rashi, incredible. This is about uh, six, seven lines down into the thin lines in Rashi. But Imeres Barili, when she says, I know, says Rashi, Ain Libi Naikfi. She says, My heart doesn't make me nervous at all. Shabarili, I know for sure. I know my husband. Ilu Hayakiyam, if he would be alive in this world, Hayaba, he would have come back. He would be here. Now, you could say, who says, yeah, ultimately, you never know. 
But I think there's, there's a, there is an element that Rashi wants to point out over here. And that is, you could, at a certain point, somebody could pull, somebody could mach shtick. You know what the hardest person to mach shtick to? Your Rebetzin. Yeah? Your wife. Our wives read through us a lot better than any court doing an investigation can. Right? It's like the joke we told over in Shul uh, a few weeks ago. There's a guy, uh, 145 in the morning, going 120 miles an hour in a 60 zone. Before he knows it, there's lights on behind him. And he gets pulled over. Cops like, it's 1.30 in the morning. Where are you going? He says, officer, I apologize. I, I, I was in a big rush. I, I, I'm on my way to a lecture. He says, really? Who's giving a lecture at 1.30 in the morning? He says, my wife. Yeah. His wife's about to lecture him. God's fine. And he knows it. It's 1.30 in the morning. Where you at? He knows what's happening right now. Yeah. Our wives know what's happening. So, Shkoyach, is there a chance that he ran away yet? Yeah. But if the wife herself says, Bari Lee, I know this guy. I know what's going on. I know what's happening. He, he's not the type. And he, th- there's no chance. He's not coming back. So then we can say, listen, if you know for sure that he's dead, fine. So you, your new husband doesn't have to bring an Ashim Tali. And you also don't have to bring an Ashim Tali. Because you're saying, Bari Lee. Okay, fine. Um, Rav Yechanan, Rav Yechanan says, If two witnesses say that the husband died, and two witnesses say, no, he didn't, so she's not let her remarry. Because the two cancel each other out, and she's left with her married status. If she does remarry, she doesn't need to leave. Two witnesses say she's divorced. Two witnesses say she's not divorced. Also, she can't marry somebody else. If she does marry somebody else, she does have to leave him. What's the difference between the Reisha and the Seifa? Why, when, they, when two witnesses go against two witnesses about his death, do we say that she could stay with her new husband? But when two witnesses come against two witnesses about whether or not she's divorced, we say she has to leave her husband. Amar Abayabai explains, Rav Yechanan is talking about an eight echad. So one witness said the husband died, and then another witness said, no, he didn't. So we know that when one witness says he's dead, the Rabbanon uh, uh, treat this testimony as if two people testified. Whenever the Torah trusts in eight echad, it takes on the validity and the status of two witnesses, and the other, the other witness who says, no, he didn't die, the Rabbana never gave him the status of two. Therefore, he only has the status of one witness. So notice, you have one mouth against one mouth, except the first mouth was given the validity of two. And therefore, the mouth of the second guy saying, he's not dead, cannot knock off the first testimony that has the strength of two witnesses. Says the Gemara, Yachi, if that's true, we should always allow a woman to remarry. Why does he say, oh, if you remarry, you can stay with your husband. What do you mean? Allow him to remarry. It's two witnesses against one witness. The two witnesses are saying that the guy's dead. So allow her to remarry no matter what. Answers the Gemara, no. Mishum Duravasi. 
We're going to say lechatchila. You should not remarry because of Ravasi. Dama Ravasi. Ravasi taught us. Hasech mimcha. Remove from yourself. Ikshus peh. Tough talk. Ulezus vasayim. And perverted lips. Harchek mimecha. You should you should uh, separate yourself from. What does that mean? Says this is a pasuk telling us even if something is permitted. A Jew is obligated to distance oneself from doing an action that doesn't look good. So if one witness says dead, other witness comes and says not dead, one witness says divorce, one says, you know what we say? Yeah, you, sh- I, you shouldn't remarry. It, 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 it looks terrible. Once you remarry, we can't tell you to separate. But a yid is obligated, and this is practical, I mean, in our own lives. We're not in this situation, but in our own lives. Remove from our mouths and distance from our actions anything that can possibly look perverted and messed up in the eyes of others. People might speak negatively about us. Says the Gemara, Seifa, in the Seifa, when it comes to divorce, if one witness says that she's divorced, one witness says she's not divorced, she's still married, both of them are testifying about a about uh, telling us that she's, there's an argument about whether or not she's a married woman. And over there, so the Gemara says, basically, that's why by the divorce, we're going to force her uh, we're going to force her to leave because you needed two witnesses originally in order to change her chazaka, and one witness is not doesn't suffice. One witness is not enough to tell us that uh, she's divorced. Okay, and that's why she's going to have to leave the second husband, Gavaldi. Rava Amar. Rava says, Really. The situation of Rabbi Yechanan, which was, again, remember, Rabbi Yechanan's statement was, when you have witnesses saying that she died, another witness saying she di- that he didn't die. Or witnesses saying she's divorced, other witnesses saying she's not divorced. So, we're dealing with two witnesses are saying each thing. Rabbi Yechanan agreed with Rabbi Yechanan Bar Yaisi by Gerishin, about whether or not she's divorced. But he didn't agree... When it came to the halacha of Misa, my time, what's the difference between uh, test, uh, the witnesses testifying about the husband's death or witnesses testifying that she's divorced? Misa in By Misa, um, the wife can never argue if the husband shows up. This is great. If a wife claims that her husband's dead and then she, she remarries, okay? Or. Witnesses say he's dead, and then he shows up. Can the wife argue on whether or not, w- w- once he shows up, can the wife argue whether or not he's alive? No. But, by divorce, she can argue on him. She can argue. Yeah, this is, this is amazing. In other words, when it comes to divorce, so we're going to force her to leave her second husband. Why? If two of them say she's not divorced. Because there's not enough at stake for her. There's not enough at stake. What if the husband shows up and says, oh, but one second, I'm, I'm divorced. He argues on the witnesses. 
I'm the first witness. She's like, could she argue on that? Yeah. She could say, no, nah, I'm staying with my second husband. You, you did divorce me. By death, if he shows up, she has nothing to say. Therefore, she has greater nemanus. She has greater trustworthiness by... by um, I'm sorry. She has greater trustworthiness yeah, by death. Because there's, there's no way to... Uh, if anything happens, she's clearly disproven. And as we know, the way it works in Gemara, the more chance you have of being disproven, the more reason to believe you. You understand? We'll give you greater belief when there's greater risk. When there's greater risk, you have more belief in what you say. When there's lower risk, you have less belief. Okay. Says Gemara, Umi hai. Would she be such a chutzpah to argue on her husband whether or not she's divorced? If a woman says to her husband, we're, we're divorced, she's trusted. A couple walks into Bezdin and the husband's like, this lady's off her rocker. We're married. And she's like, no, we're not. We're divorced. So there's a chazaka. A woman is not going to say that directly in front of her husband and we're going to trust her. So Gemara says, says, that's only when there's no witnesses. Excuse me, that are backing her up, that are proving her correct. When you have witnesses who testify that she's actually divorced, then she would have the chutzpah to say to her husband, no, we actually are divorced. Okay, that's another way to understand Rabbi Echanan. Rabbi says, the case is of Rabbi Echanan, the Amri Edim, witnesses said, Achshav Mace. Witnesses said, he died today, he died now. Achshav Gersha. They got divorced today. Misa, like a Levrura. So by Misa, there's no way to clarify this. There's no way to clarify it. Okay. So why not? Sarashi so says, for example, witnesses say the guy drowned in the Atlantic Ocean. There's no body. We don't see him dead in front of us. So is there any way to prove that he's dead? No. Since you can't prove that he's dead, there's less trustworthiness. Okay? Gerashen ikalavrura. But by divorce, we could clarify. You know why? We say, oh, you guys got divorced today? Oh, very nice. Let me go give uh, your ex a shalom aleichem. The Amrin Hanlah will say to her, if you just got divorced a half hour ago, bring it to us. Bring us your husband, let him tell it to us, bring us the actual document. Yeah, it happened. You say, I can't find it. You can't find it. It's lunchtime. You woke up three hours ago. How long ago did this happen? Right? In other words, there's, there's, uh, there, there's more for us to be able to catch her in, uh, in a potential lie. Okay. Turn around on the rabbis. Lord, that's why they're rabbis. Here we go. Let's wrap up today's daf. Two witnesses say she's married. So before we said they're divorced or her husband died. Now two, now two witnesses are saying, you know what? She claims she's single. She's really married. Two witnesses say, no, she never got married. So we say, she can't marry anybody because two witnesses said that she is already married. If she married somebody else, we don't force her to leave. Two witnesses say she's divorced. Two witnesses say she's not divorced. She can't marry somebody else. 
However, if she married somebody else, she could, uh, she does have to leave. Ask the Gemara, top of, uh, top of uh, today's daf, tomorrow's daf, and we'll hold it here. This will be the last step for today. What is the reason why in the beginning, when, uh, when uh, you have two witnesses arguing about whether or not she's married, we say, she could remain married, but when two witnesses argue about whether or not she's divorced, we say that she does need to leave her second husband. Okay, when they're arguing about whether she's ma- whether or not she's married, she can stay with her second husband. They're arguing about whether or not she's divorced, she has to leave her second husband. So the Gemara asks, why? What's the difference in the brisa? Bezem tomorrow we'll give a um, we'll give a, a couple of different reasons as to the nafkamina. We'll go back to Taner Rabbanon again tomorrow. Bez Hashem on Rishchaydesh tonight. Rishchaydesh ah. And Erev Shabbos. So Bezim will pick up at 12.15 p.m. on Rosh Chodesh Erev Shabbos. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening.